Good morning to each one of you in this beautiful morning and welcome to our God's Word for Today devotional. Our text for today is Romans chapter 15 verse 14 to 17. And this is the testimony of Paul of how he was thankful and grateful about the lives of the Christians at Rome. Romans 15 verse 14 to 17 in our English Standard Version. I myself am satisfied about you, my brothers, that you yourselves are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge and able to instruct one another. But on some points I have written to you very boldly by way of reminder because of the grace given, by, given me by God to be a minister of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles in the priestly service of the gospel of God, so that the offering of the Gentiles may be acceptable, sanctified by the Holy Spirit. In Christ Jesus, then, I have reason to be proud of my work for God. Wow, Paul has testified here, I have reason to be proud of my work for God. I pray that we'll be able to say with Paul like this, that we will be proud of the work for God that we have received. This one of the many areas in the scriptures where Paul glories. He glories in the in in the in the cross or on the cross in Galatians six fourteen. But God forbid that I should glory, save in the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. And here he said, "I have reason to be proud or glory in my work for God." So I pray that. This testimony of Paul will be our testimony as well, in similar sense. Paul has received several reports about what's going on among the believers in Rome. That's the context. And apparently, Paul has expressed his satisfaction about them, although he did not meet them yet. But when he heard this, he was really very thankful. Firstly, because he believes that they are full of goodness. That is, they have a reputation for doing the right things and being kind and generous. They are really good people. Not that they are perfect, but they are good. They are thriving. They are growing in their walk with the Lord. Secondly, Paul understands them to have a good knowledge and the ability to teach that knowledge to each other. Wow, they are really growing in the knowledge of the Lord. And not only that, they have the ability to teach that knowledge to each other. By this, Paul means that he believes they have learned well from their teachers about the Christian truths, Christian teachings. And res resultingly, many of them are able to teach those, those truths to others. And I pray that this will be our journey, that we don't know only the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior and Lord, but we will grow so that God will use us to teach others, to instruct others. And this is the way we go in our Christian life. We know the gospel in order that we could also spread the gospel ourselves. We know God's word, but it should not remain only in our minds and our hearts, but let be that we will have opportunities also that we will be able to teach and share this to others. Not maybe in a church where you are a pastor or in a big group of people, but maybe one person at a time 
in a small group. But that was one of the things that Paul was thankful of this church, that they were really learning a lot and they were teaching one another. They were doing well. Nevertheless, Paul did not assume that they will always be doing right. That's why he reminds them about the grace of God given to him. He emphasized this. He has written a lot of them already, but he emphasized to them that I've written this in order to remind you that God has made him to be a minister of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles. That God gave him the priestly duty of proclaiming the gospel of God so that the Gentiles might become an offering acceptable to God, sanctified by the Holy Spirit. Now, with this statement that Paul said here, we can read and we can really see how, how concerned he was that he was doing the work of God, that he was fulfilling the work of God, that he won't be doing the, the work of God in a mediocre way, or but in an excellent way. He was really very mindful. Paul is focused on his work, on his, on his tasks in spreading the gospel. He has only one message, the gospel, the good news. And in Acts 20, verse 24, that, that was what he testified, that he did not count himself as dear unto himself or his body or his life dear unto himself, but that he will be able to fulfill his calling, the ministry that, that is entrusted to him to proclaim the gospel to the Gentiles. He acts as a priest, as is mentioned here, that, that he is like a priest, that he was really like representing the people to God. Here he represents the truth of God's grace to them on God's behalf also. His teaching is used by God to help shape the lives of the Christians into something acceptable to God. But he is not the one accomplishing this. As he said, it is not me, but the Spirit. Yes, Paul labored 100%. He gave what, he, he, what, what, uh, what is best. He really did his best 100%. But he was not the one claiming all these accolades and accomplishments that he had. He said, it's not me, but by the Spirit. It's not me, but God. The Spirit is working in me. The Holy Spirit is the one who supernaturally sacrifices or sanctifies believers, transforming them from the inside out to become vessels that God can use mightily. So it's not us, not by might nor by power, but by the Spirit. It's not us, but we should also cooperate by giving our best before God. Yes, Paul was given the task of spreading the gospel as the apostle to the Gentiles that he must proclaim the gospel. To wherever he, go, he goes, he did his best. But it was not him. It was the Holy Spirit. He recognized that he is just an instrument, a vessel. Oh, I pray that this testimony of Paul 
that we will be proud of the work of God that we have. We'll be able to say someday also, yes, there's no greater consolation that we can have in serving the Lord than hearing these words from God someday. Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of your master. Let's always strive by the grace of God, by the Spirit of God, that will fulfill the task and the calling that God has given us. So what is your calling? What's your ministry? Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 10, whatsoever your hand finds to do, do all with your might. Do, do your best, but not you, but by the enablement of the Spirit. Let us pray. Father, thank you for this testimony of Paul today, giving his best. He was proud of the work that you've given him, and there was no regret. And I pray, your Father, that the same thing will be to me, to us, Lord. There will be no regret for a life given unto the Lord, because a life given unto the Lord, you said, Lord, that those who lose your, their lives for the gospel and for, for you will receive it, will gain it. Father, may this be true to me and to each of us, Lord, to everyone who is watching our videos and listening to our podcasts. Lord, we pray that you will continue to protect our hearts that will not wander from the calling from the ministries that you have given to us. Help us to find the joy of serving you. Help us to find fulfillment. Just like that, we can pray and, and say with Paul, I am proud of the work that you have given me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Mm -hmm.